Hey everybody, welcome to another This is a Bad Pace Breakdown. I'm your host, Antoine Staley. You can always find me at Antoine Staley on Twitter and Nets. Also find uh, I work at the New York Daily News covering the Jets and also the NFL too as well. Uh, sorry it's been a little while being with you. Like we had a we had a couple of early shows last week, so um so I figured, you know, and been a little busy, so we're back this week and hopefully looking ready to go too as well, especially with the um, the Bills and Jets coming up. Uh, shortly, uh, but yeah, before we get into things and talking about the Jets' offense or lack thereof, and also uh, the Bills and everything that's going on with them, definitely want to talk about that online too, as well as we all always do. Our sponsor on the show too, as well. Uh, last, last of the majors pro sports sports leagues is off and running, and college basketball is also ready to go as well. Bet online remains your top spot for all your live betting action and contests from the NFL, college football. UFC, NHL, or Owens Full Swing. Bet online is your number one information source for wager news, odds, trends, and predictions. All of the hoops betting action, along with every sport available at your fingertips, with both desktop and mobile access anytime. Head to Bet Online today and remember to use our promo code Believe B L E A P for your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game start. So yeah, I mean. It's with the Jets, really, the same old story. I mean, it's been bad offense, penalties, um, you know, can't get out of their own way. I think we kind of saw that during the Raiders game there, not to kind of rehash too much of that since it's, you know, Thursday. But, you know, I think the bottom line is the Jets had had opportunities to win that game. Some feel like they should have. And we knew it was going to be a defensive battle, especially considering the Raiders and kind of what they do uh, and how good of a defense they have too as well. It's not not on the Jets level, but I knew it would be this kind of a slug it out fight and that's exactly what it was. And I think a lot of the, you know, came down to, like I said, the penalties, the self-inflicted wounds, and also the ability, the inability, I think, for the Jets to score points and also stop the run. I definitely want to talk about, you know, first the offense too as well. It's gone, it's been 11 quarters since they scored a touchdown. They back to the Giants game when Brees Hall took that 50 yard reception for a touchdown. And ever since then, they've been, you know, struggling offensively. Uh, they were, I want to say lucky, but they they were fortunate to win that game against the Giants. Probably a game that they probably shouldn't have won. You know, you look at the next week, you know, played the Chargers there. A game I thought was winnable, especially at home. They had a chance to win. Definitely didn't get the job done there. Ended up losing 27 to 6. In kind of a blowout fashion, although I feel like the scores, I feel like the game was a little bit closer than what uh, this final score said. Although once the Jets went up fourteen, went down fourteen nothing, I think a lot of people thought the game would, you know, was kind of over because they just can't score points. And then, then last week, you know, the Jets had the lead there as well, had some opportunities to, you know, put their foot on the throat of the Raiders, and they weren't able to do that. And then. Later on in the game, as good as their defense is, they gave up some big plays. Josh Jacobs was able to run wild on the Jets' defense, and you know they were able to put the game away basically on a Michael Meyer, Mayer, uh, Michael Mayer uh, touchdown reception over Jordan Whitehead. So, yeah, it's just you know I know a lot of people have talked about have want to put the blame on certain people, want to put the blame on Zach Wilson, want to put the blame on Nathaniel Hackett. Heck, put the blame on Robert Sala. Like it's a combination of a lot of things. I think the players aren't necessarily, you know, playing up to par right now. I think the offense clearly. I think for me, 
when it comes down to offensively, this offense isn't fit for Zach Wilson. It's fit for Aaron Rodgers. And then when you don't have that person that like Aaron Rodgers that can tuck the offense, it's gonna struggle. It's not gonna work the same. All these everything that they the Jets did in the offseason was because of Aaron Rodgers and what made him feel comfortable and what made what works for him. And then they had no backup plan. And now you're seeing the you know the downside of them not necessarily having a good backup plan, especially for a guy that was that's about to turn forty in a few weeks in Aaron Rodgers, Terry's Achilles. Now you're back to Zach Wilson and now you're back to the same story that you did that had last year where you had a great defense, one of the best in football. I think them in Cleveland are the best to me. And then you got a guy, Zach Wilson, who it's kind of holding him back because, you know, he sometimes he doesn't get the ball out of time, although I, I don't think that was necessarily a big problem at times against the Raiders. But uh, I think as it was against the Chargers and some other teams. And uh, the running, I think teams are just really loading up to stop the run. And I think you kind of saw that, you know, again, against the Chargers. You saw that against the Raiders. Heck, you saw it against the Giants, too, as well. And I think you're going to see it against Buffalo as well. Really good defense there. I know they lost some people uh, defensively. But you know, I know Von Miller's still trying to get back to form, and uh, so if so, he how good if he is still his advancing age, and this could be the game, especially considering all the injuries that they just had on off offensive line, that he ended up going wild. But that doesn't matter. Is I don't think I don't put all the blame on Zach Wilson, but I think a lot of the issues are his fault simply because he's just he's just not Aaron Rodgers, and I don't think it's necessarily fair to expect him to be. I think this is a I think the problem is, is, you know, the fact of the matter is the Jets just didn't have a contingency plan. And then when you don't have the Aaron Rodgers, who, Aaron Rodgers who can, who's the conductor and really the leader of the offense, then everything doesn't work the same. Nathaniel Hackett's play calling doesn't work the same. Uh, the, the running game, obviously, as good as Brees Hall is, you know, he's not – it just doesn't click the way that it is like it would with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Alan Lazar is having a bit of a down season. Doesn't play the same with Zach Wilson. Doesn't have that chemistry that he built up with Aaron Rodgers for years. Offensive line has also been a big problem. When you have about 11, 12 different guys that have played games on the offensive line this year through nine games, it's going to struggle. So, yeah, they. I don't know what more they can do. They gonna have. I know they had a players-only meeting earlier this week to try to talk about some things and get some things corrected. But, you know, they're gonna they're in a tough stretch right now. They got Buffalo on Sunday. They got Miami on a short week on Black Friday. They come out of that if they come out of that four and seven, I I know a lot of people are holding up hope for Aaron Rodgers to potentially come back, but I don't see it. I just don't see it. I don't see them being a contender. I mean a playoff contender. I don't I don't think they are now personally, but you know, it's still time for them to try to right the ship there. I think the AFC is so strong that, you know, you got a team like Cincinnati that's the number eight seed and out, outside looking in. And then a team like the Jets, they lose all the tiebreakers right now. I mean, the loss to the Raiders, lose the tiebreakers to the Raiders, they lose to the Chargers. They're going to have to hope for some, you know, late magic too, because I feel like it's going to take 10 wins to make the playoffs. I really do. And that means for the Jets, you know, you have eight games left. You know, you do the math. You know, if it's going to take 10 wins, they're four to five right now. That means they're going to have to win six of the last eight, I believe, to get into the playoffs. Could they do it? Yeah. I mean, I think there's a chance that they could do it. I mean, they're going to have to turn it around. I think they're going to have to, uh, like I say, pull out some upsets there, you know, beat the Dolphins there, beat the Bills um, once again, you know, 
maybe you know split between Cleveland and the Texans, and also win every single game that they're supposed to win. The problem is we know this team. They may be the team that they're not supposed to, like the Eagles. They played the Chiefs very well. They play. They tend to play up to their opponents at times too, as well, um, like the bigger opponents in, in out there. But against teams that are they supposed to beat, like the Chargers. I thought that was a game. That was a winnable game. I thought the Giants winnable game, and they did win. But you know, I don't know if it was a game they probably should have won. The Patriots, another example too, as well. You know, those games come back to bite you when you're talking about the playoffs, especially in the AFC. So it's good. It's tough sledding. It's definitely going to be tough sledding there. I think one thing that does benefit them potentially is the Bills, or it may not benefit them because I think they're kind of in a similar situation that what they were uh, last weekend against, you know, Las Vegas Raiders is the fact that, you know, they're facing a team that had a change in, in the coaching staff. And with the Bills, obviously, Ken Dorsey was fired on Tuesday. Joe Brady comes in former offensive coordinator of the Panthers and, you know, most notably, you know, Joe Burrows, former offensive coordinator with LSU. You know, I have some familiarity you know, when I covered the Panthers with Joe Brady there with Matt Rule. He was basically the scapegoat, kind of what Ken Dorsey was, uh, the scapegoat there for the lack of success the Bills have had. And I don't think this move gets made if, if the Bills end up having 11 players on the field instead of 12 against the Broncos because they win that game. They going. They're still, you know, very. They're still very much in the thick of things, even with a loss against Denver. But, you know, I think the perception is a lot different. You know, with you know, at that one that game as opposed to now, I feel like it's a more of a reactionary move just to appease the fan base and just make them say like, oh yeah, we we need to do something before the season gets away from. The larger issue might be Sean McDermott. You know, a lot. Of, I think he's be on the hot seat, and you know, you got a team that's you got a franchise quarterback. And we know how good Josh Allen is. You know, although I think he has to serve some accountability too, as well as with the turnovers and interceptions. And, you know, just to touch on that, you know, just the first game against the Jets, and they'll turn the ball over four times, three interceptions, one fumble, you know, and they still had a chance to win that game. If it's not for another special teams blunder, was Xavier, Xavier uh, Gibson, excuse me, uh, running for 65 yards for the walk off touchdown. You win that game, you beat Denver, is a whole nother conversation right now and the bills are very not only in the playoff playoff race in playoffs i believe right now they would be very much in the thick of things in the afc's but now it's just like the dolphins are starting to you know ride away with it you know still a lot of games to be played uh, i'm still the jets and the jets will still have something to say about that potentially you know the bills have to play miami at the end of the year so again like i don't, I don't think I think the Dolphins are going to win the division. I mean, I, I thought they were probably anyway coming into the year. I thought them and the Jets were tied with the same record. I thought Buffalo would kind of, you know, flounder a little bit as well. But it seems like now the Dolphins are head and shoulders above everybody else in that division. But, you know, neither here or there. It's a big game for both teams. Obviously, the Bills, the loser, I think, is out. I think the loser is in huge trouble. And the Bills understand that. I think you're going to see a sense of urgency from them. I wouldn't be surprised if they were to put up a ton of other points. And Josh Allen, who's statistically and also historically not had great games against the Jets' defense, you know, I definitely think Joe Brady's going to, you know, cook up some things there. What I think you could potentially see is Josh Allen start to run the ball there, lose his leg, something that I don't think he's necessarily done for whatever reason. I don't know if it's Sean McDermott, you know, saying he's, they should call less running plays or with the kid Dorsey, but I definitely think considering how – we, the Jets 
rushing defense has been this year and the lack thereof. I think you're going to see Josh Allen, you know, take off and, you know, use his legs a lot more than what you have been seeing this year. And I think that's also going to, you know, help the passing game too as well. It's going to open up some plays for Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis. And, and I think Dalton and Keg is going to be the S factor in all of this because as good as the Jets secondary is and it's, it is elite, I think. DJ Moore's had a tremendous year. I always thought he was underrated. Obviously, we know how good Sauce is, and I think Michael Carter the second is also very tremendous too as a slot corner. But I think the way that they're going to attack is probably using Kincaid and you know in the passing game too as well to create some big plays too as well. So yeah, I don't. I think it's going to be you know at least for a little bit a little bit of a close game too as well. Both of these teams are. Uh, like I say, they, they have very similar styles, too, as well. They both lost people as far as via injury there. But it's going to come down to who's which quarterback one can take care of the football and then who can stop who's running game. And I think, you know, this kind of same thing happened last week. You know, which quarterback makes the critical mistake? You know, his, like now Josh Allen has just been a terminal machine. So, I mean, if he, take, if he takes care of the football, then I think he uses his legs to, you know, get, play, get receivers open and, you know, does what he has to do then I definitely think, you know, Buffalo is probably likely to win this game. But you never know. You know, the Jets, like I said, the Jets feel like they, they're passing against the wall there. That's why you call the players on the meeting there and try to get this touch try to get this uh touchdown situation corrected because I mean this historically this is one of the worst offices I've seen. They're in the twin they're in the low twenties in third down conversion and low twenties in red zone uh takeaway. And then, you know, factor in the penalties. I mean penalties took away few explosive plays against the Raiders and then wiped off a touchdown from Brees Hall. I mean, that could have changed the game. I mean, I think Brees Hall scores that touchdown or even Zach Wilson doesn't step out of bounds. You know, the Jets could be Jets are probably 5-4 and four right now instead of 4-5. and five. But, you know, the fact of the matter is, you know, the mistakes have been killing them the last few weeks there where you look at the Giants game, where you look at the Chargers game, and whether you look at, you know, the previous game against the Raiders. They have to, they have to limit the mistakes. If they don't, then, you know, it's going to continue to be the same there. But his team just seems very undisciplined at the moment. And it comes down to coaching. That's what it boils down to. You can't, if you're trying to make the playoffs, the margin for error, especially with a team like the Jets, where I don't think is, at least offensively, I don't think they're they're not as nearly as talented as some of the other teams, at least the teams that are in the playoffs currently. So maybe Cleveland, you know, aside with all the injuries that they've had, I think they may come back down to earth a little bit. Although their defense is that's the best defense in football to me, but neither here or there. But you, you cannot have you cannot continue to making those middle mistakes. If you do, then you know it's going to come back to bite you. And we're talking about a team that's averaging 16 points per game, and you expect to, them to come out and you know win every single week. Yeah, that's that's not really realistic in this league. I think it's, no matter how good your defense, this isn't 2000 anymore. This is 1985 where you know you can shut down these teams and. Uh, all of us expect to, you know, win 12 or 13 games. This is, you know, wide open offense, wide open NFL. You're going to have to score points. I think you're going to at least have to score average like 20 points a game. The Jets were averaging 20 points a game. Again, we'd be having a whole different conversation right now. But the fact is they can't score. And you can't score. You can't run the ball. I mean, not that Brees Hall isn't dynamic. We all know how good of a talent he is. But you can't run the ball effectively. And then now you're asking your defense to not only – hold opponents to virtually nothing, but also force turnovers so they could get points on the board. And that's that's not a sustainable uh, model for success in, in, in the NFL. It's really not. And you have to wonder, at some point, it 
it, when when is when is the dam gonna break? Like again, you can't keep winning like this. You can't keep winning. Eventually, you know, it catches up to you. We saw it last year. It's the same thing. Like eventually, it just kind of catches up to it. We saw it against Seattle. We saw it in you know other games too as well. It just, I mean, as good as their defense is, they're gonna let up big plays every now and then because all defenses do. You know, whether you're talking about the Detroit game or talk about Seattle, you know, when Ken Walker, you know, started the game, went on that long run, set up a touchdown. Like, you just – and then you become behind the eight ball. And we – you know, the Jets aren't the greatest team at all, you know, being behind the eight ball. So, it's it's critical time for them. They have to get it together. If they don't, like I say, they don't – they easily could be 4-7 in there in December. And a lot of talk has been about Aaron Rodgers potentially coming back. If they're 4-7. There's no point, especially at the time this may ship off his line. You might as well just sit him out for the season, get him ready. If you want to open up his practice window, that's fine, you know, because he's going to need time to come back anyway. He's not going to start practice until, you know, at early as I would say, maybe mid-December. So get him ready, get him acclimated, you know, just to football again. And, you know, I, I don't think this team is – a playoff team currently right now, but we'll see. It's still time in the season. They have eight games to prove me wrong, you know, and they have eight games to prove everybody else wrong. They know what people are saying about them. They know people are doubting them. You know, that's why I always say, like, it's nothing personal, but you just go out and, you know, prove us wrong. Nobody's thinking they're going to do much of anything the rest of the season. Everybody's waiting on Aaron Rodgers and, you know, potentially come back. I'm not sure that's going to happen this year, at least him on the field. And, you know, just prove us wrong. But that's really the bottom line. They have they got to get this office together because otherwise, they're getting, you know, the season is starting to spiral out of control. As I wrote about, you know, after the game on Sunday, you can already see the signs of it uh, with players being upset and not necessarily having the answers, and they don't know what to do. So, you know, players only meeting there. We'll see. You know, they can potentially get some things going, but uh, it starts this week against Buffalo. Yeah, they lose this, then. You know, it's going to be very difficult to make the playoffs. I mean, they've already lost two games. They probably should against teams they probably should have beat. And then now, you know, you're facing a team that in the division, you know, especially on the road, it's going to be tough in Buffalo. But they did beat Buffalo earlier this year, so we'll see what the we'll see what how it all shakes out there. But you know, we'll definitely have an, uh, another episode for you uh, next week too, as well. We'll have two as well. We'll have one. I'll have a guest breaking down the Dolphins, too, as well. And then we'll have one after the fact as well with Black Friday coming up. It'll probably be it'll probably be Saturday afternoon at some point as well. Once we, you know, after the day after the game, it's kind of breaking down what happened and, you know, whether the Jets win or lose. So, obviously, like I say, two big games there in the span of uh, really less than a week. So, you know, the Jets have to get it together shortly. So this has been another edition of Bat Page Breakdown brought to you by Bet Online as well. I'm Antoine Staley. Again, you can find me at Antoine Staley at the New York Daily News.com. Also find me at Antoine Staley on Twitter, Instagram, all the social media platforms. Right, until next time, thank y'all.